the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the X Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, and Europe, and the rest of the world on TalkStarRadio.com streaming audio. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five, and that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with us here in our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, by using the MSN address talkstarradio at hotmail.com and our website, www.xzoneradio.com. Since April the 20th, 1999, the federal government has spent well over $3 billion on school safety. Are our schools any safer today than they were in 1999? No one person or agenda has been able to stop school violence. When an incident happens, most of our schools do a great job of locking the building down and calling 911. The question is, what happens the day after? 
Now, when I ask that question, usually I get a puzzled look from school administrators. And most common response is, well, we try to get things back to normal as soon as we can. Joining me this hour to talk about our U.S. schools prepared for the day after a terrorist attack is Dr. Henry M. Petrie, who works relentlessly to enhance the safety of America's schools. He is the critical incident officer for the Muskogee County Sheriff's Office in Muskogee, Oklahoma, the director of the Oklahoma Education Critical, uh, Critical Incident Network, a conference speaker and in-service provider for both state and national meetings on school uh, superintendents, school board members, and uh, communities to encourage cooperative efforts to protect our children. Dr. Petrie has 30 years of experience helping people in times of crisis and in the aftermath of critical incidents of various types. And Dr. Petrie, welcome to the Exxon Surge. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Rob, it's good to be here. Uh, doctor, can children suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder just like soldiers do after a violent incident or on uh, their school campus? Well, there's no question that they can. You know, the coping skills of uh, uh, looking back in history to the Vietnam era, mm-hmm. um, a lot of our boys came home, but they're not home yet. And the uh, coping skills, the life skills of a trained soldier has got to be more adequate than a second grader. And so if they can suffer from post-traumatic stress, then the second grader can as well, uh, perhaps in, in, in a more devastating way, because we overlook the problem. And, of course, we don't take into account that these are just children who are suffering a, a, a travesty in their little lives. And I think a lot of people don't realize, Doctor, that what is happening to these children will affect them forever. Uh, there's no question. And, and generally, when we talk about post-traumatic stress and school situations, we're looking at seven to nine months down the road before there's any visible signs of that. Yeah. Then we see it as the grade point drops and kids that didn't act out now do. And, and, and we start looking at what's going on right now, but it's not right now. It's something that took place perhaps seven to nine months ago. Doctor, please stand by. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Dr. Henry Petrie is our very special guest. His website, www.criticalincidentnetwork.com. That's www.criticalincidentnetwork.com. If you'd like to give us a call, ask the doctor a question, one 877 And that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. one 877 8255. Still to come on tonight, show Kathleen O'Bannon from the Health Alive Network. And Eric Stearns will be joining uh, Superman and I in our last hour of Open Mic. And he's going to be doing psychic readings for one and all who give us a call at 1-877-528-8255. No, 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 not Superman, not me, Eric Stearns. Dr. Henry Petrie and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute break as we continue right here on Talkstar. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. 
In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Three o'clock in the morning And it looks like it's gonna be another sleepless night I've been listening to your dreams and getting very low Wondering what I can do Maybe I'm being foolish Cause I haven't heard you mention anybody's name at all How I wish I could be sure it's me that turns you on Each time you close your eyes I've heard it said that dreamers never lie You've been talking in your sleep Sleeping in Dr. Henry Petrie is our special guest. And, uh, Doctor, does the incident need to be a shooting or a terrorist attack to adversely affect our kids? Uh, no, it doesn't. And I hadn't thought much about that until December 6th of 1999 when we had a school shooting in the uh, local area here. Uh, and then I began getting calls uh, from schools that had had a suicide in their school or perhaps a tragic car accident or the loss of a a valued teacher, mm-hmm. uh, finding out at that point that that not only uh, does a school shooting or a terrorist t- attack have an adverse effect on our kids, but a lot of other things do that we never thought about in the past. Wow. Now, ha- have the long-term psychological effects of school violence been addressed by most educators? Well, you know, interestingly enough, as I travel around the country, um, and I ask that question, uh, what do you do about the day after? Uh, the look that I get is kind of um, solemn and, well, the next thing that comes is, well, you know, kids are resilient. They bounce back quickly, and, and you know, they do pretty good as a whole, and um, so we don't worry about that much. Isn't that just uh, taking a very lax attitude when it come, if, the, if you get that kind of opinion? Well, I had a superintendent tell me one time, Henry, that's not something I'm accountable for, so I don't worry about it. But they are accountable for the children. And absolutely they are. And we do a good job of, of locking the building down if, mm-hmm. if something happens and calling 911 and getting the SWAT team on the campus and those kind of things. But, but, but in reality, uh, the things that um, happen every year in every school district anywhere in the world uh, also affect our kids. And we overlook that. As a matter of fact, we overlook the day after when we have a Virginia Tech shooting. That was awful. Yes, it was. Tell me, Doctor, in your opinion, uh, do most schools have a plan for the day after a traumatic event on their campuses? Uh, I've not found a school that did. Uh, And I've been working at this project since 99. And the uh, um, school has a plan for the day before, during... The day after, it's let's get back to normal as quickly as we can. So let's get back to class. And and we overlook that part completely. 
but by doing that, we're also overlooking the 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 following days and the days after. Like you said earlier, that the signs or symptoms aren't immediately apparent. It takes time for these uh, these uh, problems to appear. Yes, it does. And now, now, with some people, it's 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 immediate, and other folks, it's a few days, few months later. But but sometimes it's years yeah. before we actually see the reality of the trauma that took place back there uh, when, when the fifth grader uh, was at a, on a campus that had a problem. Tell me, Doctor, is Al-Qaeda a threat to the U.S. and other uh, countries' uh, school children? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, the evidence that we're getting now says that they have an agenda. Uh, according to Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, in a conference that was put on uh, a year or so back, uh, out on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It was put on by the International Association of Law Enforcement Firearms Instructors. And Lieutenant Grossman and a fellow by the name of Todd Rasser, a trainer for SIG Arms Academy, uh, shared some things that have been really devastating to those of us that understand what's going on. There is an agenda, uh, and we are a part of it, whether we whether we want to believe so or not. Al-Qaeda has publicly asserted that they have the right to kill 200,000 American children. Uh, I don't believe that it's an isolated thing. I think some of the other countries that may be listening this evening have already experienced that threat. And according to uh, Colonel uh, Grossman, uh, the plan is in place, and the things are taking place as we speak. Uh, they're looking at one to three year window for something to take place in the United States. Now, um, are the schools getting ready for this? How are we protecting our children while they're at school against the threat of a terrorist attack by Al Qaeda or any other foreign uh, f- um, terrorist group? Well, th- th- there's not a lot going on. Now, uh, in, in a lot of our communities, we're, we're looking at, okay, Prevention. How are we going to keep it from happening? Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, um, they pulled the fire alarm, and the kids, as they rushed out of the building, Americans shot them from across the street. So, so stopping it is not a real issue because we really can't if they want to do something. Um, are we doing the training we need to to take care of the end result? But no, I don't believe we are. What would you do to fix it? Well, basically what we've done in Oklahoma, and, and I believe this to be, and, and somebody may certainly be able to correct me, but back in 99, we began building a network of school counselors that are trained in crisis intervention to deal with the day after. Mm-hmm. Uh, we currently have 400 school counselors that are in a database that anything that happens in the state of Oklahoma, we're able to access that database get folks on the campus the next morning at 7.30 and begin doing what we call critical incident debriefing with the kids. It's not therapy. It is a protocol that basically lessens the long-term effect of the trauma on the kids. Um, I would recommend that every state uh, in every country uh, provide some kind of database, some kind of training, some kind of team that can come in, whether it's... um, suicide of a student or it's al-Qaeda, 
trying to fulfill their 200,000 American children um, promise to us, um, that there'll be somebody heading up a team that can do something about that uh, long-term effect. Now, in uh, 2004, there was a, a school massacre in uh, Beslan, Russia. Was this an isolated incident, or is there more to it than uh, most understand? Well, I think there's a lot more to it, because basically, um, the first thing that, uh, that we found out after that was, according to a fellow by the name of Osama bin Laden, there was a promise that what happened in Russia would happen many times over in the U.S., the statement has been made that rivers of blood and staggering body counts are well underway uh, in the uh, Islamic terrorist camps headed for uh, this, this part of the world. Uh, a lot of other parts of the world have already experienced what that's like, but um, it hasn't been too long since there were train films found in Afghanistan that showed terrorists training to go into schools just like they did in Beslan, Russia. And those training films were showing folks how to go in and do the things that they did there. And interestingly enough, Rob, the uh, language that was spoken in the training films was English. Oh, gosh. Uh, which is a bit scary when you think about that. Uh, and, and it's not a time to put our heads in the sand and worry about, hey, we can't stop something that might take place. It is it is the time, as, as you mentioned a while ago, to plan, to prepare, take to be ready for whatever comes in that situation. Take affirmative action. I think so. What evidence do we have uh, that would support what you are saying is a reality and not a, not a hypothesis? Okay. Uh, I, I think the, the conference in Atlantic City put on by the International Association of Law Enforcement Firearms Instructors, uh, where Lieutenant uh, Colonel David Grossman and, and Todd Rassa mm -hmm. spoke. Basically, they showed clips of the confiscated tapes from Afghanistan. And uh, obviously, they have more privilege to more information than I do. Basically, the information that I get is what, I, what funnels down to me through law enforcement. But, um, but what these fellows are saying is that there, there, is a, uh, there are 16 terrorist cells in Mexico this time, supported for some reason, and I'm not an authority on, on drug lords in Mexico, but the money's coming from that direction, and these folks are coming across the U.S. border as illegal aliens from Mexico and finding places and communities putting kids in school, and uh, basically um, the information that they're giving us says that, uh, that the project has been underway for quite some time. Now you were saying that there's a, a, a what is it, a two- to three-year window? That's, that's what they're saying, and nobody knows for sure. Yeah. But uh, one of the things we've found about Osama bin Laden is that when he makes a promise, he normally does his very best to keep it. You know, one day he tried to knock down Twin Towers, and he said, this is what my project is, and I'll come back and do this. He did. And so we've, we've, we understand that, that, um, that he does have uh, the ability to fulfill promises, and that's been the promise. 
What can we do to prepare our schools for the day after such an attack? You know, because this will be devastating to, to children, not only in the school where this attack happens, but around the world. Well, and, and, and I've been telling superintendents for a couple of years, Rob, that, that if al-Qaeda really wanted to disable America, it wouldn't be buildings. It would be our children. Yeah. And can, can you imagine, Rob, what would happen today if in the morning we go to school and there are attacks like the Bethlehem Russia attack? Our, the information we're getting is that it won't be a it won't be a hundred or a thousand terrorists that would go in like it like happened there. Uh, but uh, basically, they're talking about smaller things uh, as best they can understand. Uh, of a hundred to three hundred students that would, according to the plan, all die at one time in three to four schools in an area, what would that do to the nation? Oh How many God. kids are going to be put on the school bus the next morning? None. Stand How by, many sir. Kids we are going have to be taken to daycare so mom and dad... Please stand by, Dr. Petri. We have to take a commercial break with the news. www.criticalincidentnetwork.com I'll be back with a good doctor on the other side of this break as we continue live on Talkstar. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Uh, Dr. Henry Petri is our very special guest, www.criticalincidentnetwork.com. And, doctor, what are some of the cases that you worked on after uh, after a, an incident at school? And and can, I was wondering if you could tell us how it affects the child. Well, one of the things that uh, that we see... Uh, in uh, in the smaller children is uh, if it's not the parents exciting the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we're uh, for example we had a we had a uh, in the Porter School District in, here in Oklahoma uh, we had a homicide on school bus uh, in 2000 and uh, after that we had real difficulty getting the kids back on the bus. They were afraid you get on the bus and somebody kills you and so. That was one of the things that we noticed. Uh, one of the things that I talk to school administrators about uh, when when I do in-service and things like that, uh, basically is the fact that as we go into this, uh, the seven- to nine-month rule, is that you're going to notice that a lot of your students that were good students, you're going to watch their grade point drop. You're going to watch... Uh, these kids acting out and doing things that they normally wouldn't do at all. And, and it's basically, uh, it's been so long that people forget, well, this may be tied to the trauma that took place in their, in their lives a few months back. Uh, but I 
caution my administrators to inform their teachers that when this happens, it will turn around, but they're going to have to be a little more lenient with some of these situations and understand that post-traumatic stress is a part of life when we have school shootings and we have suicides and we have the like in our in our schools, whether it's whether it's middle school, elementary, or, or high school. And so us being extremely understanding is going to be a real key uh, in any school district where trauma takes place. Now, Doctor, not only are we faced with uh, the possibility of terrorist attacks within our schools, shopping centers, and uh, other places where people congregate, but we're also now faced with outside pressures affecting students within a school who take hostages and actually kill other kids. So why are kids killing kids today? Well, there's, I think there's two or three things that we need to consider here. One of the things is, is our society. Um, and we've always taught our young men that um, if you're afraid, uh, you show it with anger. Uh, if you're uh, feeling guilty, you show it with anger. Uh, there are not a lot of emotions that, that our kids are allowed to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us uh, county commissioner in a particular uh, uh, county here in Oklahoma was telling me that the, the other day, he says, Henry, it's always been that way. Yes, it has. But in the past, it was not okay to uh, kill people at church or kill people at the mall yes. or shoot people at school. Uh, when I was growing up in school, if I had a disagreement with somebody, we went behind the gym, we settled it, yeah. and probably wound up good friends afterwards. Today, because of, interestingly enough, the media, any time a fella can go kill a couple of folks, make a video, mm. put it on national TV, and what? then go finish the other 30 that he was going to kill, and get the recognition that he needs, if he needs recognition... Here in, here in uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma, uh, about two months ago, we had a plot that was uncovered in our uh, Bacon College where a student was angry about uh, something that had taken place as far as grades. Found a fellow about 100 miles from here that had the wherewithal to pull off an attack. And the word was on the street that basically... They were going to make Virginia Tech look like child's play. Now, fortunately, in our community, we are used to paying attention to those kind of things. And the sheriff's office was there uh, almost as quickly as the information was breathed to somebody else. But it wasn't okay when I was a kid growing up to do things that violent in in school or church or mm-hmm mall or anywhere else. Now it is acceptable. And copycat is a really, really interesting thing. But we saw that after Columbine. Yes, I agree with you, sir, that the media at times does do the wrong thing because within the media, if it don't bleed, it don't lead. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, today it's it's all about numbers. Well, it, it, it is. And, and I understand the need to uh, report the news. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. First Amendment, you know, I, I'm, I'm a proponent. Sure. 
but, but when a kid knows without question that if he will do this, this, and this, everybody in the United States and other countries will know him by his first name, how many dogs he had, what their names were, and what about his girlfriend when he was in kindergarten. He knows that's going to take place. And since that's the case, if his mental disorder is such, uh, he's going to act on something that he knows is going to work. And, uh, you know, as we look back, and in my book I go back to 1927, to the first attack of terrorism in, in United States schools, uh, the Bath School incident, mm-hmm. where, a, where a school board member blew up the school uh, because he was a little upset because they built a new building and raised his taxes. But the, the idea is, when we look at a situation like that, the uh, problem that we run into is that when that is all we can see on TV, uh, there is no reason for the next angry kid that needs recognition not to go for it. And, and it, it, it really horrified me the other day when we had the um, shooting in the mall. Oh, and, yeah. and then shortly thereafter, we had the shooting in church. Yeah. And, and basically what that says to me is, Henry, now we're opening it up more. Now we're making more things acceptable. And you know, interestingly enough, if we go back to Virginia Tech, most people have no clue what the name of the victims were. But everybody knows the shooter. You got the recognition you wanted. As long as that can take place, we're going to have those kinds of incidents. All right, so what do we do to change it? How, how does society help the school? How does society help law enforcement? Well, you know, I think it really goes back to, and it really goes back to the home and how, we, how we're raising our kids. Yeah. Uh, because the old deal of our young men can't express any emotion except anger. And anger, well, the next step is violence. Uh, as parents, we're going to have to come back and say, okay, let's think this through. These God-given emotions that people have, we're going to have to let our kids express themselves in a different way than we have. And we've got to make something besides anger the only acceptable emotion they can have. Because with the anger, uh, we lose all sense of reality, and we invent ways to um, to uh, let folks know how angry we are. And and that, that 15 minutes of fame deal is a really important issue. This so is it goes all- back, I think, to the family and saying, okay, now let's talk about values. Let's talk about what is and what is not appropriate. Uh, starts there. How long will it take to correct what we've done over the last 10 generations or so? Well, I'm not sure. So people like myself are going to have plenty to do. I'm going to be busy taking care of situations because correcting it means that parents and schools and communities have to get on the same page. I think parents have to play a larger and more responsible role in the lives of their children than they are today. You know, today is an electronic babysitting age. You've got mom and dad who are both probably working, and a little guy or gal gets home from school, and what do they do? They plunk themselves in front of a video game and play video games until mom and dad get home. 
Uh, Rob, you're you're right on. And you know, you know, when I went to school, and I may be dating myself, but the point is, when I went to school, if I got in trouble in class, and I got busted, mm-hmm. and they did that back then, it worked pretty well, I think. But if I got busted at school, I was going to get busted at home. Oh, big time! It didn't matter yeah. what happened at school. The teacher was always right. And today, number one, you don't bust them at school. But number two is if the teacher gets on little Billy, mom's going to be there in the morning on the teacher. And the teacher has got to worry now about are they going to call in the Department of Human Services? Are they going to sue us? Uh, You know, and, and that's got to turn around. It seems that we've taken away the authority from those who require the authority in order to get the job done. Well, and, and we have. Uh, I would make a terrible school teacher today. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think you'd make a great one, personally. <laughs> if I were there, uh, and, and this foolishness came up, um, I probably wouldn't handle it appropriately. It would not be politically correct the way I deal with things. Uh because I think what we've done is we've created, in reality, a, a generation of spoiled brats. Mm. And mom and dad are going to have to take some responsibility for that. Big time. But we give the responsibility when it goes wrong. Hey, we blame the cops. Or we blame the judges or the det- detention center. Or we blame the principal or the superintendent. And then bottom line, mom and dad don't want to accept any responsibility for this at all. They don't, as you said a while ago, they don't have a clue what their kids are doing. Uh, in, in each situation that we've had, there was plenty of evidence to prove that it wasn't okay the way things were going had mom and dad been paying attention. Yep. And, and, and I don't mean to say that as a blanket situation, because I know there are situations where that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm not trying to, to beat parents up at all, uh, because, you know, we do the best we can with what we have. And if I could go back and raise my 40-year-old daughter again, uh, I'd probably do a lot better job. Yeah. I have more resources today. And, and so I understand single-family or single-parent families and, and all the dynamics that work in that. But we as parents need to work with the schools and the communities, not against them. Uh, that's going to help us. But it's a long haul from where we are now to where we need to be with this issue. I remember when I was going to school and, uh, you know, there was a problem, you ended up in the principal's office, he would always go into his drawer and put the strap on his desk. Mm-hmm. And you knew it. You oh, yeah. knew it. And there was a lot more respect in the schools than there are today. Everyone wore a basic uh, uniforms. The girls wore tunics and mm-hmm. the guys wore white shirts with gray flannels. And if you make me do that today... You violated my constitutional rights. Yeah. But you're also inviting danger, and you're also yes, inviting, you, uh, you know, a lot of problems. Uh, Rob, we've opened ourselves up for a lot of things. Now we're reaping what we've sown. Yeah. And I, I go back to, you know, I'm one of those kids that grew up in the 60s. A lot of the stuff that we, that we believed in the 60s we're paying for today. Um, it was an interesting generation. It sure but, was. Uh, but today, but today we're reaping benefits. Uh, so terrorism is not just from Al Qaeda or 
some somebody that's bound up in the militia, like uh, like a fellow that blows up a federal building in Oklahoma City. It's our own kids and junior high school kids, more than high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, where do they get the guns? Now I'm not against uh, guns, and and obviously uh, in Oklahoma everybody hunts. But still, parents have to take responsibility for the weapons they have in their house. Exactly. And so if an eighth grader that's ticked off about because his girlfriend dumped him for another kid can get to a gun and get to the ammunition, we may have a problem on our hands. Please stand by, Dr. Petri. You and I have to take a commercial break. And again, sir, thank you very much for coming on the show tonight and uh, for sharing with us uh, this very important message. Dr. Henry M. Petri is our guest, www.criticalincidentnetwork.com. He is the author of the book, Why Are Our Kids Killing Kids? And it's available on Amazon.com and at good bookstores, wherever you are. If they don't have it, say, hey, listen, I want to get that book by Dr. Henry M. Petri. And the name of the book is, once again, so you can write it down, Next Home Nation, Why Are Our Kids Killing Kids? one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Still to come on tonight's show, Kathleen O'Bannon. And in the final hour, open mic with yours truly, Rob McConnell, my producer, Superman. And we're also going to be joined by Eric Stearns. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors, about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Dr. Henry Petri is our very special guest. And, uh, Doctor, thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show. And uh, thank you very much for for talking to us uh, so openly about uh, the problems that are our school system may may uh, face if, in fact, there are attacks on the schools by Al Qaeda, terrorism, or any other force of uh, uh, that causes trauma and would would you know be a violent act that would be witnessed by so many kids. But I have to ask you, Doctor, what are the effects of children watching all these violent acts on television? Well, I think there's I think there's something to that. Uh, one of the things that we that we look at, uh, and there's a lot of research on in this area about the violent video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, right. a three-year-old playing a video game where he kills people over and over and over again, and they always come back to life. Yeah, and we get desensitized to death and to killing, and I really believe that uh, that we're talking about a um, something that we are allowing in our homes, but down the road, uh, in the as these two and three year olds grow up, that have spent days, hours, and months working on that uh, video game, uh, I, I think we're going to pay for that as well. Well, once again, Doctor, I believe it's the parents who are losing control of the child, and in fact, instead of the parent running the household, the child runs the household. Uh, that is that is a, a huge issue. Uh, the children are in charge, mm-hmm. uh, and we see that uh, everywhere we go. Uh, and unfortunately, in schools, it is a huge, huge problem. Doctor, if people would like to learn more about your organization, if they'd like to buy your book, how can they do that? Well, uh, basically, there's, there's a couple of ways. Amazon, it's there. Um, the uh, website, uh, we have an um, opportunity there on the website to purchase a book. Uh, if they want to talk to me, they're more than welcome to call uh, 888-900-9092. Now, that's a toll-free number, not a uh, charge number. Mm-hmm. 888-900-9092. Uh, my email address is henry at criticalincidentnetwork.com. And if someone has a question, uh, if they are interested in the book, fine. Um, but uh, if they'd like to contact me, we'd be more than happy uh, to visit with, uh, with anyone and share what we can. Because the uh, program that, that we have... Uh, was not something we planned. It's something that took place as a result of trauma in Oklahoma. And the network that we have with our 400 trained counselors basically is a result of what was taking place with me when we first, uh, in that first incident, six months prior to that school shooting in Fort Gibson, Oklahoma, I did a critical incident training in... Doctor, I hate to do this, but we've just run out of time. Dr. Petri, thank you very much for joining us, sir. Continued success, and thank you for being there. Thank you, Rob. Good night, sir. Dr. Henry Petri was our special guest, www.criticalincidentnetwork.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news with Kathleen O'Bannon right here on Talks. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. 
Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.